Welcome to the Diz Love Podcast with Vanessa and Chris. I'm Vanessa Ferguson. And I'm Chris Johns. We would like to welcome you to episode number 50. Wow, five zero. Yeah, so a big number and a big milestone for us. And for any listeners who are happening to join us for the first time, our show features things we love at Disney. And in each episode, we typically have a guest who creates Disney magic for our listeners at home or on their Disney vacations. From vacation planners to product producers, our guests can bring Disney magic into your life. And in honor of our 50th episode, we're not going to have a guest. No, we're not. I guess we're our own guest. The best guest we could have. (laughs) So um, before we get into that, um, just a reminder to our listeners, we really appreciate those of you who've taken time to leave us reviews on Apple Podcasts or any other platform where you listen. Those ratings and five-star reviews, all of those help more listeners find us. And as we reach these milestones with more episodes, it just helps us grow our audience and be able to bring more magic to those of you out there and help you connect with even more of these great vendors that we have on our show. So as I mentioned, for today's show, we're going to do a little bit differently. We've created some questions for each other. We're also going to kind of turn the table and we are going to answer some of the questions that we typically ask our guests. And we thought it would just be a fun way we went back and listened to episode number one, Way back from October 2018. Well, that's a long time ago. Yeah, so we listened to that, and it's just so neat to see how far we've came, and we're so excited and look forward to the next 50 episodes and beyond. And again, if you know anyone or if you yourself are a vendor and you'd like to be featured on the show, reach out to us, message us on Facebook, Instagram, shoot us an email. We'd love to hear from you and have you on a future episode. So let's go ahead and get started. We are going to start out with our normal questions that we ask some of our guests. These are, of course, going to be modified a little bit. But I'm going to ask Chris the first one. Okay, go ahead, Vanessa. So in this case, tell us about your podcast and how what it offers connected to Disney. Well, our podcast really helps individuals who love Disney be able to make the most about of their trip by connecting with vendors who can make their trips very special. And what led us, I want to hear your opinion, what led us to starting the podcast? And then I'll chime in. I'm going to have to be honest. I really don't know what inspired you to do this because this is, um, for the folks who do know us, I do a majority of the projects, building dog parks, movies in the, the park. Those are my ideas. And Vanessa usually is along for the ride and she helps I'll say begrudgingly, but she does it with a <laughs> smile on her face. This podcast was really something that I'll admit, kind of came out of left field that it wouldn't be something that I would think Vanessa would have done, but she said she wanted to do it. And so, of course, this was my turn to return the favor and be the sidekick. (laughs) Well, I am an avid podcast listener, and I have to admit, if you look at my podcast downloads, they're majority, almost 99% are Disney. And I was in my car one day and I was listening to, I think I had driven somewhere like an hour or so away. So I listened to several different podcasts and I thought, there are some things that I think are missing that I think that I could talk about, Chris could talk about some of our experiences. And I was kind of surprised people who hadn't been to Disney as many times as us or who maybe didn't have as much knowledge, they were doing a great job. And I thought, well, we always have all these people come to ask, well, I guess come to me and ask about (laughs) tips for their trips and different things. And I thought, well, why don't we give it a shot? Let's see how this goes. And from there, just kind of blossom. We really wanted to do something different. So that's where the angle with 
with working with our vendors because there are so many awesome vendors out there. And I think they don't always have the voice to get that message out to people. And I teach communication classes at a community college. And one of the things that I always like to do is help my students find their voice. And I think that with our podcast, that's kind of been, at least in the back of my mind, my mission to help some of our very creative, really awesome vendors who are out there that might not be as outgoing or not be as comfortable sharing their story on their own. I hope that we can give them a comfortable place and a platform to share. So that's kind of where it came from for me. And, and I agree. And I think that's really the special thing is that by us being able to really help people make their trip more memorable, because I think the other thing is, you know, you plan really down because again, photos for us are so much about part of Disney and Vanessa will get on me because, you know, we look at some photos and I'm wearing the same shirt every single year. I mean, these shirts that are, they're well-made, but I have this certain Michigan shirt that I probably have worn legitimately the last 10 years. That's true. That is true. And so I think what's awesome is that it gives Vanessa, in this case, ideas on shirts that she can get from me that can spice up those photos because maybe with the exception of maybe how pudgy I am or the cut of my hair, you really wouldn't know it's a different year based (laughs) off my attire. So, you know, that said, that's what I think the neat thing is. And again, we've got to meet so many awesome people. And I think what's awesome is how creative people are and the niches that they explore. And that really what I think when we think about Disney, how creative Walt Disney was and how he inspired people, the Imagineers, to create the wonderful world that we love. Our friends that we've been able to meet, you know, their creativity is unbounded. And so it's just a wonderful thing. And I think that kind of answers a lot of that next question that we typically ask our guests, which is how does your product add Disney magic to your listeners, to our listeners' lives? And I think not only what Chris mentioned, but I think it also... It also allows us to really connect people with things that they might have never realized existed. I know that's been one of the neat things that I have seen throughout this whole process is I knew people made ears and I knew people made shirts and we have had really awesome ear and shirt vendors, but just to see the cups and the koozies and the artwork and jewelry and all kinds of hand-painted things, just, I mean, off the charts, the types of things that all of our different guests have made. It's really been neat because that helps bring that Disney magic home. And in particular, right now, I think with everything, it's nice to be able to wear a Disney shirt or have some sort of nice Disney thing that you've gotten, a piece of artwork or something to be able to remind you of those trips that you've had in the past. And I hope that with our guests and listening to their show, that kind of helps bring that magic into your home as well. And so, Chris, we're going to move on. You've got some kind of real quick, rapid fire sort of questions for us. I sure do. I have 16, Vanessa. Okay. So the first one is, what ride do you want to see reimagined and to what? I would like to see the journey into your imagination gutted. Okay. Is that the... Figment. Okay, Yes. I would like that completely gutted, and I would like them to reimagine. They have like the comics with Dreamfinder and with Figment. And it's kind of a little bit of that funky pop kind of steampunk. Steampunk. Yes. You can tell I'm getting old. (laughs) Steampunk. Okay, Boomer. (laughs) I I would like that. I would like to see a ride inspired by that, by the comic. Wonderful. For me, I don't know the name of it, but the dinosaur ride that I think is I think it's just dinosaur. Dinosaur. You know, it was most likely a Jurassic Park competitor. Uh, I think there's just a lot of opportunities. You know, it's in 
Dino Land. Dino Land in Animal Kingdom. I think there's, I don't know what I would do it per se. No, what about, we've done the Indiana Jones ride at Disneyland, which is the same ride track. Would you be interested in some an updated version of that? No. No? I just think just something, knowing as, as much as there is interactive and like sensory, I think. That's true. There's just, there's a lot more they could do with this space. Um, okay. Next one, Vanessa. Okay. Favorite treat. Well, if you'd gotten me in the past, I would have said Dole Whip, but Dole Whip I can get at home now. There's places nearby where I can get Dole Whip. I still get Dole Whip when I'm down there, but I would say a specialty cupcake. And those rotate so much, it might vary from trip to trip. But I love cupcakes, and I love Disney specialty cupcakes, because frosting's my favorite part of cupcakes, and Disney always puts a lot of frosting on them. How about yourself? Um, My white whale is a... Chocolate cookie ice cream sandwich, which I I must be hallucinating because what what is the place called? It's it's in um Sleepy Hollow. Sleepy Hollow. I go there every single time, and I am disappointed every single time. I think last time they had a churro one, didn't they? That was okay, but I just wanted a real soft co- chocolate chip cookie with vanilla ice cream. I think it was even if I remember correctly, it was cookies and cream. I don't remember correctly because, <laughs> um, but that said, that was where it's at. Um, what one ride you would recommend to a friend? Oh, they can only go, okay, I have 10 minutes of Disney, the park is empty, you can walk up Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay, I would do Everest. Everest? Yes. Okay. Nice. One character you want a photo with. A real character that's already there. Any character. I mean, it could be a real character, it could be a character from a movie, somebody who's not there. Is it bad if I say another figment thing? You could say whatever Dream you want. Dreamfinder. Okay, Dreamfinder. Um, I'm going to go with Olaf. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm that's basic. Your, that's your favorite. Yep. Uh, most overrated area? I would say Fantasyland. Okay. Just because, I mean, I think they could do even more with it. How about yourself? Star Wars. Oh, yeah. I just don't. Yeah, we, I, yeah I guess we talked about that, um, too. Yeah. I, you can call me the number one hater. I don't, I was never, I've never been a Star Wars fan. I'm not against the original three movies. But I don't think I've seen any of the ones since. I don't get it. I, For the people who love it, bless you. Now, as a side note, we have not ridden either one of the rides in Galaxy's Edge. When we were there in March, we had fast passes and we did Mickey's Runaway Railway and we didn't stand in like single riders. So we haven't experienced any of the attractions, but we have been in the land. So what's our next question, Chris? Our next question is... What is – you have an opportunity to, to ride one ride, have one snack, and have one dinner service. Where do you go? What, what Can this be any park in the you world? You can do whatever you want. Okay. So one ride, I want to try Pirates of the Caribbean at Shanghai Disney. Okay. One restaurant. Wait, what was it? A snack. A snack. I don't know. Let me do the restaurant next. Ohana for dinner. And a snack. Oh, um, at the, I forget the name of it, but it's at the American Pavilion at Epcot. They have the funnel cake, like little walk-up kiosk. They always have, at, at in the fall, they have like a pumpkin spice funnel cake and you can get ice cream on it. I would go with that. Okay. So for me, rock and roller coaster. I would also go with a cupcake from, is it the Brown Derby? What's that bakery near the Brown Derby? 
starring roles, it's been closed for like three or four years. Oh, well, I would have gone there. And then <laughs> but for- they do have some at um, Starbucks there. At the trolley Starbucks, they have some cupcakes there. Okay. Now. And then I would also go to a D23 dinner. No. What's that place called? Club 33. Club 33. That's a good choice. Yeah, that's a good choice. Only, not because I really care, um, but everybody's about one-upping in the Disney community, (laughs) and I can go, yeah, I went to, what is it called? You have to know the name. It doesn't matter. Club 33. I would say, yeah, I've been to Club 33, and I've actually done this for some folks. Where they inquired about it. I'm like, oh, yeah, I've been there before. They're like, you've been there? We did. We went to brunch. We did. And what's the reason I like it is that I'm probably the one person who does not deserve to go. And by going there, I would infuriate the haters. And so, um, all right. A big thank you to Stan Severance. Thank you very much, Stan. The food was wonderful. (laughs) Um, What is one experience that you would love to have that you want to have at Disney? I mean, it could, again, we're in fantasy land. You could do whatever you like. Stay in the... In the suite in Cinderella's castle. Okay. Um, overnight. Like, not just see it. Stay overnight. I would like to be, on that note, in Cinderella's castle during the fireworks. Oh, like in the restaurant? Like, as close to the fireworks as you can get that is safe. And for me, safe would be, like, a foot away from an exploding firework. <laughs> okay. Um. Next one. Favorite show on Disney Plus? Oh, darn. I don't know that. It, we, or anything. What's your favorite thing that you've seen so far? We're Disney really Plus? bad Disney Plus watchers. Um, I would say I like some of the, uh, maybe the Disney Fairy Tale Weddings right now might be my favorite. But I know there's some Imagineering things, ones that will eclipse that eventually. How about yourself? Um, I would say I like the retro shows. I've not watched a lot of them. Um, our daughter, Cece, loves Frozen. And so for me, I've gotten to see a lot of Frozen and Moana. And I've not watched any of like the Mandalorian. You saw a lot of new of a lot of the Disney cartoons though you had never saw before. Correct. Yeah, I, I think I watched Lady and the Tramp again. Yeah, and you like Tar like you had never heard the music from Tarzan and stuff. Oh, like that. Oh yeah, yeah. That that's the one thing. Like the Disney sing alongs, we've been watching those. That's probably my favorite thing on Disney sing along because that Tarzan song is awesome. Okay. Um here this goes back to our service. Okay. What is a service? And this is a, this might be a little hard that you would recommend a business person solve for park goers. Like, what's just a general service that somebody in the park could solve? Because we've experienced people who deliver your groceries, um, strollers, strollers in park like room celebrations. Yes. What is something? What is a service? And I have an idea for you if you're willing. If, if I, I you want to punt, I'm going to punt to you for this uh, one. I would like somebody who would be like a dedicated. Charger, like I like essentially like charge your phone, charge different things where you could either swap out a battery. I know they have the service, but it's so expensive. Where you would, in exchange for getting a couple of bucks, you would wear like a, a orange backpack. Where and if you somehow be the charger person, be the charger person, where you would in essence be able to swap out. That's a good idea. Like chargers, where you know, and part of the deal is okay. You wear this backpack, you make twenty five bucks a day. And you just have to swap out. And then the service knows who has a charger. Camera batteries. Camera batteries, the whole nine yards. And then that way, that way you're always, you're never at risk and you don't have to slow down. You can just go, charger man, charger (laughs) lady. I want (laughs) to. Charger person. (laughs) Charger, charger person. I want to swap out my battery and go. Now I will say the need for this is a little less considering like my phone now has an all day charge even by using it. But I remember... You know, old school phones. Even yeah. a phone ago, 
it, the battery would die after a couple of hours, and it was a real challenge. That's a good idea. Especially, too, for kids. There's lots of things that people have need batteries for for kids and charge and stuff. Yes. That's a very good point. So, any just general ideas? Not that I can think of, because I've been so surprised at all the amazing things that people have already thought of. Okay. Well, that's no worries. So, how about apparel? Is there a certain type of apparel that you would like to see? Maybe it's officially branded. Maybe it's um, inspired by Disney that a lot of our creators put together. What is something that you would like to see more of? I would like to see – I love to get shirts and stuff with the characters on them and that. But I would like to see – of course, now it doesn't matter. We're working from home mostly. But it would be nice. I've had a lot of jewelry over the years that's a little bit more subtle Disney. But some, like, nicer business sort of attire for ladies. You see a lot of stuff for men because you can get the polos that have, like, the small Mickey emblems and little designs. But for women, there isn't a lot of things that are not over-the-top Disney. For like work and that, of course, I don't know when I'll be wearing business attire again for work, but I think it would be nice to see something like that. A little bit more subtle Disney for ladies that they could wear for work. Okay. Well, what I would go with is, are they called spirit jerseys? Yes. I think there's twofold. I think I'm not a real huge fan of Disney apparel. I like things that are relatively plain. Yes. Um, now, I did I did get like the classic character spirit jersey that I like. That has probably more flair than I would want. That said, I think there's a real opportunity for vendors to specialize in that kind of shirt mm-hmm. and go with different characters and slogans. A few of our vendors have had those. Yeah. Yes. And mm-hmm. I may have missed it, but I think that's a real opportunity because, I, you know, for example, when we went to the – what's the Christmas party called? Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. Thank you. Um, that gingerbread-themed shirt. Yes. Everybody had it. Yes. Every Now, again, when you come back, you know, like we live in Flint, Michigan. Nobody has it here. Nobody has it here. But when you're in the park, everybody has it. Correct. And I think it would be neat to be able to kind of show off and have some just unique designs, maybe just smaller batches. Um, now, again, if what is a quick service that you would recommend? So you have one quick service to go to. Where do you go? I like to eat. This is my problem. I like to eat a lot. Of- okay. Can I pick one at each park? You can do whatever you pro- like. Okay. So at Magic Kingdom, I would probably pick... It probably would have used to be Be Our Guest at lunch, but now they're not serving it at lunch. If you go to... I like Columbia Harbor House. I like sitting upstairs. I like getting a sandwich. I would go with that there. At Epcot for a quick service, I enjoy in Japan. I like getting like the teriyaki beef. And then I think at Animal Kingdom, I like the barbecue place. For some reason, the name is slipping my mind right now. Um, And then at Hollywood Studios, I like, even though the seating is terrible, I like Woody's lunchbox. I like the tater tot thing and stuff. But the seating is awful there. But th- those would be my picks. Okay. Flame Tree Barbecue at Animal Kingdom. Flame Tree Barbecue. Sorry. What are your? What's your pick? I know you won't know the names, but if you tell me the general thing, I can hopefully yeah. give you the name. I have to say, Vanessa, and this is a cop-out, but Vanessa usually picks a lot of our food and makes those plans. Vanessa has very rarely gone wrong. Um, you know what? I really don't know. 
This was your question. I know, I'm, but we're having a conversation. <laughs> Where's a place I like to go eat that's quick service? Because I don't really know what quick. What well, is- I think you like the barbecue place. Yes, at, at Animal Kingdom. I think also when we are at um, Epcot, you like if we go to some of the different countries. You like the food at some of the different countries when we've gotten. Oh, the- oh, 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 the Mexican place. Oh yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, I, that's La what Hacienda. I would pick. Yep, that's what I would pick. Okay. Good. What's the next okay, one? Okay, our next one is, this kind of goes up before, but favorite character. Maybe like just, in general, favorite character. If I had to pick just like a general, like, classic Disney character, I would probably go with, I like Chip and Dale. I know this too, but they're they're kind of a combo. I like they Chip are. and Dale. I like engaging with them when you're at like the character meals and stuff. So I would say Chip and Dale. And then, of course, my... Regular one is Figment. Is Figment out in the park? Is he, is the he, last time they... he was in the park was the year we got married in two thousand eight. As long as I, as far as I'm aware of, and we got our picture with him on our wedding trip. Wow. Yes, and before that, when I was when we were younger, you could get it with Dreamfinder, and he had a puppet that was Figment. Holy cow! So previously, we asked for a character that you want to have a photo with. I'm gonna. Since Who's your my favorite question. character, though? Not the same one. Is oh, it the same one? Well, I'm going to switch it because it's my question yeah. and I'll answer what I want. Um, <laughs> I want to get a photo with Roger Rabbit. Oh, yeah. I wonder if he's ever in California because they still have the ride. I just want, I think just because of the rarity. Yes. I would like Roger Rabbit. All right. Uh, next question. Favorite park. Oh, and some of these are ones that we've asked our – these are some of our icebreakers that yes, we asked they are. our um, favorite park, Epcot. I like everything about Epcot. I like walking around the World Showcase. I like – and this was long before I was married there. I like shopping there. I like eating there. I like the laid-back feeling. I like the festivals. I would say I'm more like a flower and garden festival person. I like listening to the music. I like the variety of the characters. I just like the whole ambiance. Of course, we got married there, too, Where so there's a lot of other nice. memories. But I think just – I've always loved that park, though, long since I was a kid. Is it called Hollywood Studios? Yes. I would pick that one because I like Rock and Roller Coaster. Mm-hmm. When we were younger, we, would, we went on that ride a lot. Yes. It's been a long time since we've been on that ride. Because of the fast pass system. That's why we haven't been on it. Okay. Yeah. But I also like Toy Story a lot. If I, could, I would ride Toy Story – like over and over and over again. Toy Story Mania. Yes, Toy the Story shooting, Mania. Yeah. Yes, the shooting game. You will like Slinky Dog when you get to ride it. You okay. haven't gotten to ride that Slinky Dog in yep. Toy Story Land. Next one is favorite time of year to go to Disney. Spring. Yes, is a, a time in spring. By default, we go in March because yes. <laughs> my spring break where I teach. Um, but March is nice, though, because Flower and Garden Festival has started. Obviously, there's that hybrid this year. Um, but even when we did go in March before everything closed, we were able to go to the Flower Power con- – or I, now they're Garden Rocks concerts. And we were able to enjoy some of the kiosks. I love the topiaries and the flowers everywhere. And what is it that you also like about spring in Florida? Oh, spring training. Yes, baseball. Yep. Yeah, I, I would agree. The same for me. It's just a case the of... The weather is nice. Yeah, the weather. Because again, our references were coming from Michigan. At that point, we've had a number of months of winter. And for us, you know, if we could wear shorts during the day and a hoodie at night, yes, we will perfect. live with you. That's yes. perfect Michigan <laughs> weather. Um, this one kind of is a little bit of a reversal, but favorite restaurant? 
In a park? In a park. If you would have asked me this probably a year or two ago, it might have been something different, but I've really enjoyed Garden Grill the last few trips that we've been on. I know we didn't go there in this recent trip, but the character interaction's good. The food's good. It's nothing fancy, nothing out of the ordinary, but it's a nice break away from everything when you're at the park. And so I've enjoyed Garden Grill quite a bit the last few times because we're talking about in a park, right? Yes. How about for yourself? Ohana doesn't count. No, because it's in our resort. I wrote this question, too. Um, I don't know. Help me. Oh, there's like Yak and Yeti at Animal Kingdom. That's a little bit different. We've had that before. Um, oh, what's that one? Um, Be Our Guest. We've no, eaten no, there. No, oh, that one, I, I like Be Our Guest. What's that place that... Oh, um, 50s Primetime Cafe is good. That was okay. It's the one that... It's like the... It's modeled after that ride, the jungle ride. Oh, Skipper, Jungle Skipper Canteen. Love that. They, place. Uh, that's yeah. really good. Yeah. Uh, they do have very good food there. And yes. the ambiance is nice too. Um, so, again, right now, the, the uh, premium references is we are in August of 2020 when we're recording this podcast. Yes. We're in the middle of a global pandemic that has affected parks around the world and the globe. What do you, looking forward, what do you see are the future trends of Disney? Knowing that, here's a couple of things. They have purchased Star Wars, Avengers. They've made a a number of purchases of general movie properties. And what do you think they're going to do in the future? I'm going to go on a service end, and then you can go on a properties end. Okay. Okay. I'm going to say, I think one of the things that Disney is going to maybe take away from all of this is having less... The last few years, we just saw the crowds go higher and higher. And to honest, that has really impacted. I think it's not as great of an experience. It hadn't been at the parks in the last few years. I think you're going to see more and more focus on less crowds, maybe higher prices, but more VIP kind of experiences like they had already been doing with the after hours parties. We re- we've went and reviewed several of those. I think now with the pandemic and the lower um, capacities in the park. I think people enjoy that. The crowds were getting to people and people were not having as great of experience. So I could see Disney focusing more on, I guess, less volume of people, less volume of guests, and a better overall, more VIP sort of experience. Yes. Uh, I personally, you know, I'm not, I'll admit, I'm not the biggest fan of the Star Wars franchise. <laughs> I also think like Avengers is going to hit. Yes. Um, I don't know. I just, I think really Disney's at a crossroads. And when you look at what they've done in regards to just the properties and like how much money Marvel has made, I, I can see more of a Marvel. Um, and again, I'm not the most informed Disney person, but more of a general Marvel yeah, influence think, across the yes, park yes. where things get shoehorned in. I just think, to your point, I do believe prices are going to go way up and they're going to just, they're going to, because of the social distancing and the need to spread people out. And I also think though that there is a, you know, like for us, we're the type of people who I think if they in theory could double ticket prices and we would still go, we might not go as long as we did yeah, or, as or as frequently, but we would still say the trade off is there, that the money, you know, and I still contend that Disney by itself, if, if planned properly, is probably the best vacation value you're going to get in terms of top to bottom, beginning to end. 
Um, I think I could see that happening. I can also just see – I also, though, like, for example, like they're building Tron. Yes. Why? I just – the movie did not do well. I, you know, I think it though you're going to be surprised. Everything that I've heard about Tron overseas, you're going to feel like just like with Flight of Passage, we're not huge into Avatar and Pandora and all of that. But Flight of Passage is an awesome experience. I think that you're going to be pleasantly surprised with Tron with the cycle. I yeah. understand, but like I'm just as you know, I've been to Disney many times. I don't know the names of the the restaurants, the rides. Even the parks. <laughs> um, I, is, I'm just I'm I'm detached. Like if it was up to me, like when we the, the previous question was like, what do we do? Like I would have replaced all of Dinosaurs Ride like with an Olaf ride. I mean, to me, to, the fact that Frozen only has one ride, and which is essentially the Norway ride reimagined. I mean, it's right. it's it's very confined. Like that to me is, is a real sin. Knowing that how you want more of the properties in the. Right, well, like current day properties. But, well, there's that, but I mean, in regards to like as popular as Frozen has been, to have it be really kind of confined to just yeah, and then just like the sing along, yes, at Hollywood, yes, it's very minimal. Correct. There could be just be a lot more, and I think you know, and I understand things take time, but they knew they had a hit the when the minute it was on the drawing board, and how long it takes for things to hit. Um, I just also feel. You know, the influence of Star Wars, again, forgive me, but I think it's going to have an impact where when you see just so much of the space dominated by the Star Wars, um, I don't know. It, that's just my initial thought is that in terms of Disneyland that we have gotten to know and love, I think there's the injection of so many new properties that are very profitable. But I think in terms of the soul of Disney – May not that have the nostalgic feeling. The nostalgic feeling. I think that's part of it. Oh, that's the other thing too. Um, in regards to like this, would, we'll go back to one of those things. What I th- I th- I would like to see just as a general Disney goer is just the the retro properties. I mean, there's like so many movies from the 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s that they don't need their own ride, but they could even at least have some of their own dedicated merchandise or just something. Um, Correct. Some of that specialty stuff. Correct. It could even be a parlor with the characters that are only – that kids today would not recognize, but we as adults who kids would. um, I just think that you know, in the effort to be so current, there's still – you know. I think Disney Plus might change that though because they're really – exposing a whole new generation to properties. I mean, we're even exposed to stuff that was from our parents' childhood that people wouldn't necessarily. So maybe we'll see a shift of that in the coming years. Yes. Well, did you have any more questions for us today, Chris? That is it, Vanessa. (laughs) Well, hopefully you've enjoyed this kind of rapid fire Disney experience. I know at the very beginning, when you go back to episode one and some of those early ones, we talked about our story, our Disney story, our wedding, our vow renewal. And here and there, we sprinkle in some of the things that we enjoy at Disney. But I think this was fun kind of reimagining those questions that we have for our guests. A lot of these rapid questions that Chris had, some of them are icebreakers we've used for our guests over the last 50 episodes. So really a great time and hopefully you all enjoyed it. And again, just a great time to reflect back on our last 
49 episodes. And as we look forward, and of course, we are still going to end with our normal segments of our quick two-minute trivia and our wisdom from Walt quote. So Chris, you are up with our trivia. Okay, we discussed Disney movies. Yes. So according to the D23 website, how many Disney movies have there been? Let me here. Let me qualify it. I, yeah, that needs a qual. Is it like made for TV? Because there's ones that are just on so. That, this like is a list of Disney films. Releases? These are theatrical releases. Oh my goodness! Um, how many? Do I get an over under? I'll give. I'll spot you fifty. Oh, that's a pretty good spot. Let's say eleven 1, hundred. Ooh, you're way off. I'll give you one more guess. You're gonna double or nothing. Am I high or low? Way high. 375. Now you're way low. According <laughs> to D23 website, 749 movies. Okay. Films, with Onward being the last film, and the first film being, which one was it? Snow White. Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Yes. Wow. So let's go to another one. I have not saw all 700 movies. Okay. Name one. We were both born in 1981. Name one Disney film from 1981. I think The Fox and the Hound. You are correct. We have Basset dogs. So we've had a Beagle Basset and a. Or we currently have a Sharpay Basset, so I always remember. Vanessa, the the how could you forget Condor Man? I don't think I've seen. <laughs> is that the other movie from that year? That <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, I'm sure it might be. I wonder if it's on Disney Plus. Probably not. <laughs> is that the end of your question? That is the end. So there again, to conclude, there has been 749 released Disney films. Wow. And then it'd be interesting to see if you added in some of the ones that they've made for like Disney Channel and stuff, what that all adds up to be. Well, as we kind of are wrapping up this chapter in the podcast and moving forward to the next 50 episodes, I pulled a quote from Walt that I thought was rather fitting. We keep moving forward, opening new doors and doing new things because we're curious and curiosity keeps leading us down new paths. And it'd be interesting to see what those new paths and those new doors are that we open in the next 50 episodes. Thank you so much for being a listener and joining us on the last 50 that we've had to date. And we look forward to engaging with all of you in the coming weeks and months and years. And Thank you again for joining us on this episode of the Diz Love Podcast with Vanessa and Chris. I'm Vanessa. And I'm Chris. This podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or its holdings, and it is intended for entertainment purposes only.